Good morning, good morning everyone. This is Pen Up Talk and Publicity Talk with Diana Prince. It's just after 3 a.m. Why am I awake? <sighs> I wish I had some sound effects right now. Ding, ding, ding. Wake up, wake up. So I don't drink coffee and uh, when I wake up in the morning, it's my best part of my day. I feel the most recharged most of the time, even though I feel kind of tired this morning. So anyways, I'm back to doing my podcast, trying to make time to do it, even though I'm swamped with work. So there's actually three things that I wanted to cover. I don't think I'm going to do them all on this podcast because I like to basically cover one topic and I want to label this episode as such. So I'm trying to really think, first of all, thank you to everybody who has supported my work online for years and my podcast as well. I started this podcast over two years ago and basically there's two main reasons I decided to do it. One, because it was a way for me to start my day at any time, be it 3 a.m., 5 a.m. I try to wait till 5 a.m., but um, it's a way for me to mentally focus on business for the day since I'm working from home and at 3 a.m. I'm in bed. It's still dark outside. And so I'm, I started my podcast basically initially. That was my initial reason. Um, initially though. Okay. So that was, that was the main reason initially was because I wanted to focus on business and just get my mind in that you know, and that frame of mind. There you go. Here we go. I don't know what I'm saying this morning. Where are my cue cards? Um, anyways, that was the main reason because obviously I'm in my home environment. I'm in my same environment. I'm not in front of a desk. And when I'm doing my work in the morning with editing and stuff, um, normally I don't listen to anything. That's kind of a weird thing. I used to do the same thing when I was in school. I'm actually still in school. Um, I just remembered that now. <laughs> but um, when I'm actively in school full time, that's another thing I do early morning is listen to the lectures and take my tests, do all the reading. And I just don't have anything playing, not even any music. So excuse me, it's just a way of focusing. I always got fans going on in here. So you'll have to excuse the audio if you can hear it and plus my nose I just I just woke up so I haven't really used my vocal cords in many hours and the second reason I started my podcast was because I really did hope that it would enlighten some people I've experienced a lot of things in business on the business side of the pinup industry and now with the hip-hop industry and and fashion as well and I just I wanted an outlet where I could cover the business side because with my articles and my um, columns that's just one thing I've never done throughout the years is um, focus on the business side I mean I don't think I've ever covered a business topic maybe once and that was when I was covering, I did an article on Fashion Nova. That's probably the, the most 
um, current trending thing that I've ever, topic that I've ever covered. And um, I just never cover the business side. So I thought, well, you know, there's people who ask me questions. There's people I read their posts and I can relate to them. There's people that I feel like could be enlightened by the information that I have to give. Um, also, yeah, it's a way of venting, but I have people that I can go to and confidence. I have social media, obviously, and I can post, which I do. And I have my blogs that I do. And so it's going to be rare that I cover something brand new. So for people who are actually tuning in that have been tuning in, you will, you will, you have um, heard me cover the same topics and I will again because I guess that's where the emotion comes in. I've just, I've went through, you know, something or maybe I've went through something that I went through before, but the outcome was different or something was different about it that motivated me enough to want to cover it, even though it's something that I've spoken about before. (coughs) Excuse me. Now I know why, you know, radio show hosts and talk show hosts have their coffee and their tea and I don't have any of those things. I just kind of woke up and decided to go with it. You can tell by my voice. Um, Anyway, so, you know, my hopes would be anybody listening could be enlightened if they've never been in the situation or if they've been in the other position and, and they can say, well, really, that's how I, I, I appear to people. That's how people um, are affected by something that I've done or something that I've done or didn't do in business. Anyways, I want to get right into it because we're six minutes into the show. And again, thanks for all the support. Like I said, there's three major things that I really want to talk about today. Um, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and talk about images because images are such a huge part of what I do. If you take away the factor of images, I I don't know what I would do with my life now. But seriously, folks, um, obviously being a model, obviously being heavily involved in publication, I would say all of these things are obvious, you know, with being a columnist, being a journalist, being a writer, there are, you know, being an interviewer, there are just all of those things are, would be impossible without images, um, honestly, with what I do, because, you know, I'm not talking about an article in a newspaper and even then a lot of articles and newspapers still have a single image to go with them so obviously with what I do everything involves images I wouldn't say surrounds them but it's like the it's a recipe it's a formula you know writing the article getting the interview having the opportunity having the resources and connections to get my articles and or interviews published and images are such a big part of it the thing is and I guess I'll I'll lead into this with this and start with this a lot of people and I it's not like I'm blaming anyone a lot of people don't have knowledge on what they need to be published 
And again, this is why I do my podcast. I'm hoping that I can enlighten some people along the way. You know, I'm not doing this to hear myself talk at 3 a.m. But it's about an investment. But let's first talk about the Internet. People um, are used to posting on the Internet these days. They don't realize that there is a difference in so much. But let's just talk about the resolution, which is the size of the images. And let's talk about copyrights. And I've, I've went over these things so many times. Um, you know, basically for magazine publication, let's just be specific. And it really doesn't matter what type of magazine we're talking about, what industry we're talking about. You have to have high resolution images. These, this means large images. Why do you need large images for magazines that are in print? Because of the clarity. As soon as the images that you submit are increased in size and put into print form, a printed format and printed, you know, well, I guess that's a printed format. Boy, I'm on a a roll here this morning. Um, It's going to show the clarity or lack thereof. So magazine owners know exactly what size images they need and they will let you know. If this is not something that you're familiar with, and for me, it took a while, even though I've been modeling for like my whole life. Um, If you don't know, you'll know because the magazines will tell you and you pass that information along to your photographer. Very simple. If you were taking your own pictures and you were that confident or someone is using your phone to take a picture of you at an event, and you happen to get a great shot or a couple of great shots with your cell phone. It's very simple. Go into the settings on your phone. This is very simple. Believe me, because I'm not a technical person when it comes to my phone or my laptop. You go under the settings and you go under your camera area and you make sure that the images you are taking are on the highest resolution possible. Now this is going to take up a lot of space on your in your phone on your phone, and um, if you don't want to take every picture you take with your phone and video as well in the highest resolution, then when you're done taking the images and get the images that you need, you go back into your settings and just change it back, change it back to the lowest setting or medium setting, but. It's very simple. You need high resolution images. So you either relay that to that information to your photographer before the photo shoot, but most likely they are definitely shooting in high resolution if they're a professional photographer. But always communicate ahead of time. This is something you know now or you should know. So apply that in the future. And if you are taking the images or someone is taking the images, whether it's with their phone um, or a, you know, a digital camera or a professional camera and they're your friend or it's you, maybe you're taking self-portraits, make sure the setting is on the highest resolution when you're doing that, when you're taking the images for publication or for any publicity style shots. It's just... <laughs> 
I don't, I want to stay focused on what I'm saying, but I just think people make things a little bit more difficult than they should be. And it's not because I'm in the position where, you know, I've invested instead of just taking money and blown it on whatever. I invested money little by little, believe me, little by little over the years and bought the basics. You know, I just did a really great quick shoot with a photographer I worked with once only and it was like two years ago and he lives here now in Las Vegas we hooked up and connected again we booked a shoot we did our shoot and you know just looking at his equipment and his cameras and his lenses and it's just like all of his everything everything is high-end everything is top-notch expensive And he knows how to use it, which is more, you know, most important. And the images always come out fabulous from our very first shoot. I can say this with, you know, maybe two other photographers, maybe, which still I think is so rare. And I'm just lucky, if you will, to beat the odds because it doesn't happen all the time. From our very first shoot, which was at my house, he and I landed a cover. So it's very difficult. It's very difficult to land a cover. It's very difficult to even predict that you're going to land a cover. And then from your very first shoot with someone, it's, it's, it's awesome. And we were also published with our second set in another magazine, um, the biggest pennant magazine in the world. So we um, got a lot accomplished from our very first shoot. And, you know, I, I don't expect everyone when you aren't a model or you're not into photography to know what's what and, you know, all of the things. But what I'm saying is if you want publication and you want it badly and you want it bad enough, then you're going to make a way to make it happen. Um, I don't know for you because I don't know who I'm speaking to here who's listening but nothing has ever been handed to me um just like as an example for the shoot that I did the other day I worked and planned and made an effort for that shoot so did my photographer that's why it's called equal trade that's what trade is uh two people two or more people bringing equal value to the table their time we both invested money our skills and you know we get along really well and so the shoot was really fun um but nobody's ever handed me anything I've never actually had photo shoots uh, maybe long 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 ago um but I don't have photo shoots where there is a styling team waiting for me and um or even shoots with other models where everybody's getting dolled up by stylists I don't do that (laughs) and so you know and as far as wardrobe if I've worked with a hundred photographers right now honestly I can think of two two that stick out in my head that actually have wardrobe for their models and I mean like several different pieces and different sizes but for the most part I didn't really wear the things that they had maybe one item or something but I 
I do my own styling, provide my own wardrobe, and my wardrobe can be provided by a company or it can be provided by me or my husband um, who's funding it. So, but I invest in those things and the skill and all that, you know, it, it took time. It's, I'm constantly perfecting my craft, working on it. And just like there's this new makeup, well, for me, this new makeup trick I decided I wanted to do. And two shoots in a row, I did this, but I was wearing glasses. And this is like an eye technique, makeup technique. And I just wanted to at least try it. And I didn't want to tr put a full face of makeup on and try it just to sit there. So even though I didn't really, I didn't show um, what I learned. I just wanted to practice it and just to see what it look, would look like when I actually do do it. I'm very happy with the results. So, but anyway, uh, you know, the skill and everything, it takes time. But what I'm saying is, you know, I've had to invest money just like anyone else. And it really just depends on what you want. I think for people who are not investing in professional photography often, um, and can do what they do without investing in that. I'm quite sure if you're an artist that you're investing in something or lots of things. But once in a while, I'm, I'm my advice, I highly suggest, highly recommend um, investing in a professional photographer. It's, it's so important because there are not that many people who can take their own pictures successfully. Because that is a strong option. That's a second option. Lots of people do this. And for articles on artists, say specifically hip hop artists, um, you can use event photos. Most magazines, I think, are willing to accept event photos. So as long as they're clear and in high resolution, capital letters, then you know you can be good to go. Once you are heavily involved in publication, it's really gonna depend on each and every individual magazine, if they need exclusive images, um, and just how many times you're being published. And I feel like most hip hop, hip -hop artists, um, they're not involved in publication heavily. So it's not like you have to worry about making that investment all the time or trying to learn how to do it on your own, investing in some very inexpensive photography equipment and, you know, because you're, this is something you're gonna be doing often. So for me, it really comes down to how badly do you want to do this? And the reason why I'm covering this topic is because in the pinup industry, which I've been involved in for six, seven years now, um, it's not like people get it like hip-hop artists don't get it I'm just saying it is more way more prevalent for models obviously well we're saying once you say the word models you automatically think of images well it's it, there's there's runway models and there's promotional models they're not always involved heavily into the images there's one girl that um, does a lot of promotional modeling here in Las Vegas and I don't see her involved in anything other than that. That seems to be her career. And she takes a couple pictures while she's at events, but 
she's wearing all black every time her hair is the same and she's wearing like a neck badge and you know that's that so you know she doesn't need a variety so that type of modeling or somebody that does runway you might get a couple of um live shots of you event style shots but it's not what you really need to do your job you don't need those images well for publication and magazines you need the images and it's just so common in the pinup industry that you know models of all levels and just people that want to get dolled up for the day are just used to investing in images and however you invest whether you know you cash in a favor whether you're doing trade whether you're getting paid whether you're paying whether you're taking them whether your friend is taking them images are extremely important in the pinup industry because so many people want to be in pinup magazines and that's basically the bottom line right there and hip hop it's a brand new industry for me so to speak on the business side and that is the problem that i continue to run into it's like the combination is just not right <laughs> with the images that are being provided the my fit let me go on record is saying my favorite style images of old school hip hop artists that i've interviewed have always been and will always be the vintage images the old school images of them back in the day doing what they became famous for doing their thing and why i'm interviewing them the images go with the interview because we're talking about the old days we're talking about old times and you know to see them in their youth to see them doing their thing is just absolutely amazing it's what motivates me to want to interview old school hip hop artists and those are the type of images that i love the most now when i'm doing a blog i can take some images from google make sure if there's credit if the name of the photographer is listed that when i use the images i definitely list the photographer and i can do a blog the images don't necessarily have to be high resolution i think high resolution should be used across the board no matter what because the clarity is going to show whether it's there or not even on a cell phone screen a laptop screen and an imprint so always high resolution if you can the highest that you can get for the clarity if the picture is is clear if it was taken out of focus it doesn't matter how big the picture is and size it's still going to look out of focus um and that's something that you can remember as well it's very simple you don't have to be a photographer to understand that um just like images that are out of focus and fuzzy and not clear cannot be edited to look clear there's another rule of thumb always got to have a clear shot and high resolution is the best way to go but um when it comes to what i was what i'm referring to I'm not talking about blogs. I'm talking about printed magazines. You have to have the high resolution. And if a photographer took them and we do have the name of the photographer, 
that's not good enough for printed magazines and publications. They will not print images that we do not have permission, copyright permission, to have printed, period, bottom line. It doesn't matter who you are, and I'm, I'm telling you what I know. This is a fact. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how fabulous your interview is. It does not matter how interesting your interview is. It doesn't matter who your interviewee or interviewer um, was or nothing has... It does not matter. You can have a quality article, a quality editorial piece, okay? Again, I know what I'm talking about. And you may as well have no images because that's what you have when you have images taken by a professional photographer and you don't have permission to have them print and in print and a printed publication. Without the copyright permission, you cannot use the images in a magazine. So all of the images that I love, the, the ones that, that I really love from back in the day of so many artists that I have interviewed, we can't use those images. Uh, wherever those photographers are, I've tried to locate so many of them. It's kind of like a hurry up and wait type of thing. You know, I'm ready to proceed. Um, to proceed because I have the interviews and you know I'm a step away from writing the articles but I don't have the permission to use those images also the images that we get from Facebook um, or say Google when you go to save them even if the image was high resolution to begin with and clear it's going to reduce the image size. That's what people have to really understand about saving these images. If I post a picture in high resolution on Facebook, it's automatically going to bring down the size of the resolution, which I hate. And if I were to go to resave it or someone were to go to save it, it's not gonna be in high resolution anymore. It just isn't. It shrinks, the images shrink. So it's the same concept with Google. Most of the time when I download images to post um, with credit um, in my blogs or on social media, if I go back to look at those files, they're, they're not huge. That's just how it is. So even if that wasn't the law, which it is, you have to get copyright permission, photography copyright permission. Uh, the images would be too small anyway that I'm getting. So they may be okay for blogs or posting on social media. It's just like when I go to someone's profile or page and I start to research them and collect images to post with a blog on our, you know, previewing our interview, th those images are fine. That's great. I'm saving them. They look decent in the blog. They cannot be used for publication. Once I save them from Facebook, from social media, the images are going to reduce in size. They're going to decrease. And they're not going to be high resolution, even if they were originally. This is a fact. So again, this might be something that a lot of people don't know. So I'm definitely posting uh, the link to this podcast all over this morning, and hopefully some people will listen. 
but you have to have the high resolution images and if a professional photographer took them you have to have their permission bottom line so you know it's like where in the world is Carmen San Diego you know where are these photographers I've I've tried I've contacted a few and I'm just in limbo and I feel like that has what is what motivated me to cover this topic again because see I never had to cover this topic in pinup now I did cover it I'm sure as far as this is what you need for publication but people in the industry eventually find out I mean soon soon if they want to be in pinup magazines that you number one obviously you got to have pictures number two they have to be high resolution. That's something that you learn early on. And because magazines require that, so you're gonna find that out and you're gonna pass that information along to your photographer or photographers and professional photographers know that that's what you need. Photographers that are involved in publication and printed magazines and printed newspapers and periodicals like books they already know you need high resolution. So, you know, for me, that's what's motivating me to cover this topic again. I just feel like I'm in limbo. I really do. I really do. Um, I have some great interviews and articles and I've taken apart and dissected my dilemma in so many different ways. I have options, but it's like, I still feel like I'm at a standstill because I have not been provided the images that I need. Now, if we're talking about a single shot, if I can only get one shot, it needs to be clear. It needs to be in focus. <laughs> um, and if a professional took it, I need to know who it was and we have to have permission from them, period. Unless you own the copyrights, we have to have permission. That's the bottom line. So until I get that combination, it's going to be very difficult to move forward. Now, I could go into all kinds of things about wardrobe and lighting. I'm not even going to do that. If I can just get a single image that is clear, well lit, in focus, and high resolution... And we don't need permission because you took it or we have, we can get copyright permission. That's all I need. And to me, it's so simple. It really, really is, especially because we have the opportunity to use event photos. So these don't have to be in studio. If you're at an event, have someone take a clear shot of you in high resolution, pass it along to me. I would love to see someone with a variety of images, you know, in studio, street scene, you know, on the job, so to speak, at events, um, when they're at a radio station, a TV show, when they're in the studio recording, you know, uh, back, back in the Bronx, back in Harlem, you know, street scene photography, and then professional photography taken in in a studio very simple headshots three-quarter shots there's one artist that I have interviewed and I've known for a while that has all of the above all of the above and has had those things 
one out of everyone that I've interviewed. And all I'm saying is we need images to proceed, to proceed if it's just one, you know, one perfect image. It, it may sound difficult, it may sound easy, but the bottom line is that's what we need. I, I really, I've never ever, knock on wood, had to approach a publication that was interested in my articles and or interviews and say, I've got these great interviews and I have no images that we can use. I've never been in that position. I've never asked if they're willing to publish an article without a single image. Now, if we can, if we have an image and it happens to not be the highest resolution, as long as it's not super, super small and the resolution is not very, very low, then it is possible that the magazine can use one single image and put it with the article and it would be in print in a small version. It's not going to be on a full page. It's not going to be half a page, fourth a page. It might not even be a sixth of the page. It may be a tenth of the page, a twelfth of the page. It might be that small because as soon as you increase it and blow it up, the clarity starts to re reduce right before your very eyes and it's not clear anymore. So maybe it's possible, but again, I've been writing articles that have been published in printed magazines since almost the beginning of my pinup career. It's like seven years now, almost. And I've had definitely, I would say, a solid six years and five years, <laughs> four, no. Um, and I've had my own columns. I've been, I've written articles for, and contributed my articles, my content to a dozen magazines over the years. And I've never had to go down that road of even asking them what about, usually it's, okay, I have all of these images, which ones are you gonna accept to go with my article? There's one magazine where the, the photographer owns owns it. He's a, well, the owner is a photographer and uh, him and the other owners told me one day if you don't have images at all or we turn down the images to go with your article we'll still publish your article your articles are always fabulous um, we'll just use <clears throat> images that that we took so that eliminated that problem right there but it's always back to the images and so within penup it's a case of multiple magazines wanting the same set. It's a case of, you know, the images uh, having enough when you want a cover. You can't just have one image or a few images. If you want a magazine cover, it's, it's definitely in pinup, and I would say most magazines, fashion, hip-hop, whatever, you need a variety or you need several images, period. You need a lot of images if you want to be on the cover because they're going to feature you inside. And I wouldn't say you have to have an extreme amount of images, but you definitely need more than one. But for the, for what I'm trying to do, I just, well, actually I would love for every artist that I've interviewed and I will go on record as saying, I would love it if they all landed a cover, especially with my help, obviously. But, you know, I look at the options that I have. Um, people, 
come to Las Vegas all the time. If anybody that I've interviewed or anybody that I'm going to be interviewing soon is ever in Las Vegas and I'm available, I will be more than happy to do a complimentary shoot. We can meet in person. It's so simple. I can think of a million different. We could just be outside, you know, with Las Vegas lights in the background. Um, It could be in a couple of locations that I know of that allow us to do photo shoots. There's, it could be in my studio inside of my home. There's so many things um, that we could do. There's locations that I know of. And it's really not even that serious just to get a couple of great shots of you. And I'm willing to do that and I'm offering that. There's also me flying now. I wanna fly and go some places and I wanna interview people and I'm definitely going to be bringing my camera and taking shots of the artists that I meet and that I interview. But it's not something that I can do right this minute. And it's not something that I can, I don't predict being able to do this all the time, like every single time I need to do an interview. And if that's the only way I'm gonna be able to get the images that I need, well then that's what's gonna happen. We're just gonna wait and the interviews and articles that everyone is going to see published soon, sooner than I'm able to travel, will obviously be the interviews where people provided me with high resolution images. And if they were taken by a professional photographer, um, we were able to get photography copyright permission. Those are the articles that you guys are going to see published first. Because again, I'm no stranger to investing. If someone wants to, or they happen to be flying to Las Vegas, um, I will give them a complimentary shoot, no problem. I love taking pictures and, you know, editing, eh, not so fun all the time, but this can be very simplistic, especially for um, hip hop. It's not as um, intricate, if you will, as it is for pinup edits and uh, but again traveling that's something that I it's not I'm more than willing to do I'm going to be doing it so again if I have to wait to get the images from certain artists until I meet up with them then that's how it's going to happen you know I got all of these interviews fairly quick and almost every week I've been doing them I kind of slowed down because I've been so busy and I was in school, so it was just really difficult. And now that I've taken a break from school, I'm right back to being super busy. But um, like I was saying, there are a few options, but I think that the option, and I'm gonna go ahead and end today's episode saying this, the option of you as an artist investing should be an option that is very realistic. If you, bottom line, bottom line if you want to have articles on you done on you that include an interview or you want an interview on you with you published in a printed magazine you have to have images bottom line we cannot do it without images it's not going to happen number two they have to be high resolution and clear number three If a professional photographer took them, we have to have permission, copyright permission, photography 
copyright permission. That's, those are the three basic things. And I just feel like this, I'm not here to judge anybody why they cannot get someone with a great cell phone or use their, their, their camera and their cell phone, why they, they can't go to a photographer and give them 50 bucks, 75 bucks and get some simple headshots taken, um, why they can't uh, get copyrights permission from the people that have already taken their pictures in the past or currently, recently. I'm not here to judge anybody. All I'm saying is this. If you want to be in printed magazines, you have to have the images. And I, I honestly did not do my interviews to see them go to waste or to see them end up in a blog. Blogs are great. Um, the two magazines that I am currently working with in hip hop have blogs. They have websites with lots of traffic. And so it's just like being published in their issues. But the bottom line is we still need copyright permission to do these things on a professional level, on a website like that. And we need images. It's still, it comes right back to the images. And I just, I honestly, I did the interviews that I did and the articles that I've written that I'm going to write. I want, I wanted to see them in printed magazines. This was my initial goal. This is still my goal. I've made it very clear. And the artists that I've interviewed know that. And so I just want to make it clear one more time that the interviews that everyone will see rolling out first are going to be the ones where the artist provided me with what I needed. At least one image clear and high resolution. And again, if a professional photographer took it, we need copyright permission and a release form. So, you know, there's no way around it. I'm going to continue to be at a standstill, you know, when I look back at the interviews that I've done. And it's, it's a little bit disappointing, but I know that we can, we, can get, we can get it done. It's just a matter of how bad do you want it. And I want to leave it uh, today's episode podcast episode on that you know if you really really want to be published save up the money if you really really want to be published consider it an investment and it's not an investment that you have to do all the time you don't have to pay for stylists and get brand new wardrobe and pay for a professional photographer every time you turn around so you know for lack of a better term bite the bullet you know, make that investment and get it done because there's no way, no matter who you are or how fabulous the interview is, there's no way you can get on a magazine cover cover, and there's no way that you can have full features done on you and articles um, with your interview without the images. They go hand in hand. So I'm going to end today's podcast episode. <sighs> it's almost 4 a.m. I am tired but I'm going to begin now. So I hope everyone has a good day. I am going to copy and paste this and send this to a couple people. So hopefully you guys will listen to it. And I want to say thanks. I really appreciate the support. And I will see all of you guys online. This has been Pin Up Talk and Publicity Talk with Diana Prince. I'll see you guys soon. Ciao.